Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Don't stress. Listen to the podcast at WTIC.com or on the free Odyssey app. Yes, WTIC. It's Todd here. Psyched for this afternoon. Because we're going to do what we do every afternoon is have amazing conversations about what's going on in the world. Where else can you go? Where there's honest conversation. Where else can you go where there's honest conversation? Truly. Oh, by the way, there's, um, you know, we get we get stories by email, PR agencies sending us things, and mostly I ignore them, but every once in a while there's one that's good. How does Connecticut tax rate compare to other states? Well, what a wonderful question that is. For couples filing together in Connecticut, the average tax burden is 23% which is above the national average. You ready? Uh, That was a little silence for suspense. Massachusetts, highest combined tax rate. Massachusetts, number one. Number two, Oregon. Number three, Connecticut. Less uh, Less than a point behind Massachusetts. Connecticut, number three, highest taxes. (sighs) Average tax burden, 23% of what you make. That's pretty darn high. But what's interesting is not the highness necessarily, but the comparison between the states. Because then you have to wonder, what is all this about? What is it for? Why are you paying all this extra money? I've asked this before, and I will ask it again whenever new data becomes available, because the data is what it's all about. The data is that uh, Connecticut is, so the total tax burden, effective, the effective state tax rate in Connecticut is almost 5%. The effective federal tax rate is uh, almost 19% for Connecticut. And, and what's it? So that's for a combined 23.37%. 23.3, let's call it uh, 23, just to round things. And then down at the bottom of the list, lowest taxes in the country, state and federal, is uh, 15.67%. So it's roughly 7.5% higher taxes to live in Connecticut compared to in Florida. Can uh, can you justify that for me, please? Can you call and explain why you love living in Connecticut so much and you think it's or you think it's so superior, the quality of life in Connecticut to Florida, that the people in Florida should pay 7 percent less in income taxes than you pay to live in Connecticut? 
What's your feeling on that, please? 860-522-9842. Now, the states are predictable. It's interesting. They're predictable, the ones that are high. Massachusetts, as I told you, number one. Oregon, big liberal state. Connecticut, big liberal state. Maryland, New York, Hawaii, top six right there. Then you get a state that's just turned blue recently, Virginia, number seven. And then you get New Jersey, that's a northeast expensive liberal state. Then you get number nine, Minnesota, big-time Midwest liberal state. Illinois, big-time Midwest liberal state. California, far west liberal state. Number 12th highest taxes, Utah. Finally, we get to a state that used to be normal, Utah. I can't I can't say whether it still is. But, damn, how do you explain paying those taxes? How do you explain? Rhode Island is number 18th. Uh, Maine is number 19th. So it is possible to be in New England and not be have a crippling tax burden. Of course, they may be making it up in other places. This is just income taxes. Nevertheless... My question for you is, what is the thing that is so great about Connecticut that makes it worth paying? Um, I believe the number is about $5,000 a year, more you pay in taxes. This is total taxes now that you pay in Connecticut than you pay in Florida. And I'm sure you've been to Florida and you've seen it's got sunshine. I was talking to, uh, who was I talking to? My grandson, I think, the other day about whether I would be happier, because we were talking about living in the cold. I said, I don't like the cold, because it's mean and nasty. And so it's, you're being attacked by outside. And he said, yeah, I think you should be able to live in a place where you walk outside, and it's no different than walking around inside. You don't have to put a jacket on. It should just be as comfortable outside as it is inside. And I like that idea, but of course, Florida doesn't offer that. And, and this is a side question I'd like to know. If you have lived in or, or spent time in the worst months in Florida, because I do fantasize about living there, but I don't know if I could take it year-round. I don't know if I would want to be in a place, and maybe this makes no sense, because I'm in a place where a lot of the time you don't want to be outside because it's too cold. But how would I feel being in a place that's always sunny and hot, but sometimes, like six months out of the year, it's so sunny and so hot and so humid and so sticky that you run to the car. You've got the car warming up. You've got a remote starter, and you have the air conditioning on instead of the heater, and you wait 15 minutes for that car to cool down, and then you go running right to it. I don't know what to do. I do believe there should be a government program that would uh, allow people who are naturally warm-blooded to migrate to states to, uh, to live someplace bearable. But at the same time, I think it would be important for us to uh, have a test period. So there should also be a government-subsidized test period for warm-blooded people to try to live in a warm climate, if I'm doing these blood types correctly, and for cold-blooded people who have the misfortune of being born in a cold place. No, I'm sorry, a warm place for cold-blooded people. That you know, So say you're, you're born in Florida and you're miserable there your whole life. Shouldn't, don't you have a right to live in Connecticut where the taxes are higher 
and the temperatures are thousands of degrees lower. 860-522-9842. Mike's calling from Plainville. Hello, Mike. Hello. They're going to test your blood. Now they're going to know everything, absolutely everything about you. Your they already do. I think it's too your late. Genetic, I think that horse has left the barn, Mike. Your your DNA? Yeah. i got well, to I'll remember just... next time I, I put things, uh, items, curbside to hold, hold up a sign that says no habla espanol, I guess, huh? Will you swap blood samples with me just to fool them? <laughs> now, okay, have you heard about this theory? The reparations with, with Puerto Rico, do you know the reason why? The reasons why what? Reparations. Uh, we used the island of Vequez since the 40s. I think right up to the early 90s as a bombing range for the oh. U.S. Navy. A bonding range? We go there to bond a with... Bom uh... bom no, bombing. Oh, as bombing. Boom. Yeah, well, that's bombing a hell of a way to bond with people. But, so, so they want reparations for that because we blew up the. No, army? here's here's the thing. They, they, they there's people say that they used chemical and biological weapons during those tests, and it affected the population. Yeah, well, I would oh. put my money on that, wouldn't you? Yes, because this is why they get. If you can prove your citizenship from Puerto Rico, you get free flights from San Juan Airport to Bradley Airport, free. You don't have to pay for the flight up and back. If, if what? What do you have to do to qualify for this? Just show your uh, Puerto Rican identification card. You don't have to pay for the flight. But if wow. you or I fly back from San Juan, we have to we have to pay for it. I want free trips. I was just telling you, we've got the intellectual now, framework in place. It is unfair for the people other. who here's like the, the warmth to be born in a cold climate. Here's the other thing: the bilingual issue. Yes. Spanish English. Was there any other language that foreign language that preceded Spanish in the you bilingual mean in the, in, program? In the history of mankind, has there been a language before Spanish? In the history of the United States, um, the did, Indians talk different start, languages. When did we start Spanish English? Oh, in it's the school. On your TV. Yes. What is your point, Mike? I'm lost. My point is, they have Spanish only on the bottom of the TV screen. They have Spanish-speaking channels. They don't have French, Russian, Polish. Yeah, well, that's Chinese because channels. that's because Why there aren't that? because there aren't uh, that many people interested uh, who speak in those languages. Thank you, Mike. Good to hear from you. After we take a quick break, we'll talk to Rudy in Florida and find out how do you survive the hot, beautiful, sunny, sticky, humid weather. All year round. 860-522-9842. This is WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show. Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. So here's the interesting thing. All of the problems that we have as a nation, if you can think of one that isn't, let me know. But I think they're all caused by government. And everyone keeps, um, everybody keeps soliciting the government for favors for their little group of people or what have you, whether it be translators or these kids who are protesting that they, uh, Connecticut College, because money is being raised from places they think have histories of anti-Semitic bias or racism. It's all just dog poo. Just 
Go live your life. I realize that liberal kids who come from the suburbs and have lived in affluence, they feel guilt and they want to put on performances of what good people they are. And it's normal when you're 18, 19, 20 years old and you're embarrassed by how privileged your life is that you want to mount some protests to make yourself look good. But I'm sick of this idea that the government exists to take our money away and give it to other people unless, of course, with the exception of if they will move me to Florida so I can be in a warm place. The only thing is I don't know if I could take the winters there when it's always sweaty hot, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm misunderstanding. Rudy, fill me in. Hey, besides that, Tom, I mean, Todd, uh, the gasoline tax, no uh, property tax on your car here, and the electric rates are a third of what you pay up there. So there's and a lot bigger savings. You need that, though, right? Because your electricity c- covers all your air conditioning. Yeah, but, I mean, m- the last month I ran my air conditioner was November, and uh, it was $180, 1,200 square feet. Um, but... It, you never know the weather here because I've had 10 months where it's in the 90s and humid. Uh-huh. And then we've also, on average, it's six to eight months of that summer weather, and you're miserable. You don't go out at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to walk your dog because the pavement's too hot. You just sweat going to the mailbox and back. Um, I run oscillating fans in my bedroom and living room on top of the air conditioners. Just to move the cool air yeah. around. Yeah, because it, it just, it's stifling. Like, you, some mornings you go out, and it, the humidity is so thick, you can't breathe. But is there a time of day, like at, at 8 o'clock at night? Is it nice to sit outside by the pool because it's eased well, off a little bit, or is it still for. brutal? Here's what you pray for. You get two hours of rain every day. Mm-hmm. You pray that it comes just before sundown because it wipes out the humidity because the sun doesn't come back up. And it drops the temperature into the low 70s. The strange thing is, every two weeks in the summertime, one of your tires will get low on air because it'll be you'll have 96 degrees, <laughs> drop down to 70, go back up to 96, yeah. and it's constantly happening. And there's a lot more wear and tear on your battery down here, your tires. But um, it took till this past year for me to not be miserable in the summertime. And how many years have and you now, been there? It was five years, January 22nd. So do you think it's um, a mistake to fantasize about the sun if you've never lived in the in the worst of it in Florida? Uh, it's a, here's a, the worst thing about the sun here is we had two cloudy days last week, and it was depressing. It was like winter in New England where it's just overcast and you don't see the sun. You get so used to the sun being out that when it's not, you kind of get depressed. Well, I, I was just, I, I meant that um, not literally, but just the heat. Do you, is, is it a mistake for me to think I would like living in a hot climate because I'm not thinking about the really hot, brutal months? It, it, like I said, it took me five years to not be miserable. Okay. Dealing That's with a long it. time. Uh, yeah, and here, I'll, I'll put it in golfers' perspective. Golfers down here don't golf. Floridians do not go out after Memorial Day mm-hmm. till October unless it's at the sunrise. You will see empty golf courses or snowbirds on the golf courses after like 8 a.m. because mm-hmm. it's too hot and they don't like it. But 
they also wear winter coats when it's 50 degrees out. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen snowbirds do that when I'm down there, and I, you know I'll go to the pool. No, when it's... the natives. Oh, the natives. The do. natives. Like if it gets down to if they wake up and it's 48, 50 degrees in January, yeah. they don't wear winter coats. The restaurants will put heating lamps out. I'm wearing shorts still. I'm like I'm laughing. But it, all right, it's so. So I guess I have my answer. Did you investigate states for to try to find one where it's uh, more comfortable during the worst, the hottest times? Well, I my dad got sick. He has Alzheimer's, and I have fifteen relatives, nieces, and my sister, my mom, and my dad all in Lakeland. And there's about twenty five of us within an hour of Disney World. Right. So my whole family's here. There was no. I was the last one left in New England. I have a sister in Chicago. Everyone else is in Florida, so so it just made. If you sense. live near the coast, if you live near the coast, it's cooler. Clearwater was eighty-two degrees on Friday when we were ninety-two. Because mm-hmm. we're our inland. Yeah, that's so, a long way the from Gulf, the cool Gulf breeze. of Mexico gets to ninety-six degrees. It doesn't even cool you off in July when you go swimming. Wait, the water? Yes. Wow. You want right. to go to Atlantic because Atlantic coast goes. 75 to 82 is the water temperature. All right. I guess I better. I should really look into North Carolina for an eventual migration, huh? Or spend a, spend two weeks in July in Orlando and see what you think. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think I'll end up like you. All right, Rudy, anything else I should know? Right. No, sorry about the mean rant last night. No Mark problem. Be nice today. No <laughs> problem. It'll, it'll be colorful for us during the 5 o'clock hour. Thank you, Rudy. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. So there you have it. The report from Rudy. Has anybody found a state to go vacation in? You don't have to have a house there. Maybe you've just gone. Is there a place where you can uh, be comfortable all year round? All right, maybe it's a little hot in the in the super hot months, but it's not unbearable. Rudy makes it sound like it's unbearable, which is what I imagine. And I would find that depressing, especially if you're living in a condo. You know, like those uh, that kind of tacky construction and that feeling of just being another sardine in the can. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? 860-522-9842, call in a rant, 751-4698. We'll pause for news and continue on WTIC. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There was a hearing yesterday on a right to die bill, assisted suicide, whatever you want to call it. You know what it is. 
It is a bill that would make it possible for terminally ill patients to have the ability to end their own lives. And this, to me, I suspect most people listening right now have a different feeling about this than I do. I don't trust government to do anything, and I don't believe government should have any power. I want to take all power away from government, but particularly on this measure, the right to suicide, I just feel like that's, uh, you know, basically people have a right to their own bodies, and therefore people have a right to commit suicide. So tell me why I'm wrong. 860-522-9842. It is absolutely one of the most basic sorts of rights. The right over your own body. This is fundamental to a liberty-based system of government, which is our system of government. It's based in liberty. How are you a free society if you have to check with the government to see if you're allowed to take a drug? How can it be a free society if you have to check with the government to see if you want to commit suicide? That's your choice. Is it not? And if not, why? What's the argument? I don't even know what the argument is. 860-522-9842. Why not? We get in these, I feel like we get in these... Um, we, we fall into these positions without really knowing why, and then we adhere to them. We build the arguments inside our heads. We collect points that other people have made, and we don't reconsider. And there was a time when I, I was on the other side of the issue, but I can't remember why, because I'm just a, an individual liberty person, always have been. So what's your feeling? 860-522-9842. Why not a right to die? Why should government make rules about, why, why should they even have programs? It should just say suicide. That's your business. That's what all the bill needs to say. It is up to the people of the state of Connecticut if they want to off themselves. And then be done with it. All this stuff they're doing about, oh, you have to be 18, you have to be 21, what kind of drug, what are the circumstances? No, it's a person's right to decide when they want to end their lives. Is it not? Paul in Southington, hi. Hey, good afternoon. Um, as, I'm not going to give you an argument as to why not. I've worked in EMS for 22 years, mm -hmm. and when we're not we're not doing emergency calls, you're doing routine transportation for people that can't transport themselves. Okay. I have seen the worst things that you can possibly see happen to a human being, and I've actually had patients ask me to send to them do, home if to you do will. it for them. <laughs> yeah, you know, be it in, in a convalescent home in the mm -hmm. back of an ambulance, whatever. Um, you know, obviously I, I value my freedom, but, uh, I, I mean, I, I could, when you see people in that kind of state where they're just staying alive because, well, there were certain laws that would prohibit, and if they're of sound mind and body, I'm sorry, but number one, anything the government touches turns to crap. So I don't yes. like that getting involved. Thank you for that, Paul. But, you know, it's... It, I mean, if you want to set stipulations, you have to have a psychiatric evaluation. You know, I know that came up. But you know what? Some of these people are just so far gone that they, they can't even. There's nothing to evaluate. Can't. There's nothing to evaluate. That's just it. So 
personally, I, I support it within reason, uh, you know, end stage illnesses or even debilitating traumas. You know, people. Yeah, but that wh- have- but wh- why does, given how you feel about government and given how you feel about people who are in a situation where they want to end their lives, why, why mitigate it? Why not just say, be done with the law controlling people's suicidal practices? That's up to them. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I just feel like if there wasn't, again, it's a double-edged sword. I think there should be a slight oversight so it doesn't become anything more than it needs to be. But in the same token, we all know what happens when when the government... You're, you're afraid there might be a runaway interest in suicide if it's too easy? It's only based on what my experience has shown me in the past but you're you're talking um, about people who are suffering, right? When you pick them up in the yeah, ambulance, yeah, I am. And, I'm, and for those people suffering, that's their choice. Yeah. So what's the difference? It's yeah, yeah. It's it's an yeah. It's a it's a tough one. I mean, you can't take a 21 year old that's depressed and just because they want to, you know what I mean? That I know that also had come up. It, it's in my personal opinion, it's got to be end stage. You can't be 40 years old and depressed and not happy with life. But, I mean, it's an argument. It's an argument for, for different opinions on this. I just, I don't know. Again, I just am against government getting involved with it because we all know what happens. Yes. And government is involved, and, and government does yeah. mess everything up that it touches. It they do. It works. You are right about that. Anything else, Paul, you want us to know? No, that's it. That's, that's my two cents. I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate hearing from you. 860-522-9842. I don't believe the government is a solution, that restrictions are a solution. Anybody know the stats on gun deaths? I didn't think to look them up. But I believe a large percentage of gun deaths, maybe larger than anything else, is suicide. And what does that tell us about life? What does it tell us? Here's a story from uh, a year ago. That's pretty recent. More Americans died of gun-related injuries in 2020 than in any other year on record, according to recently published stats. That included a record number of gun murders as well as a near-record number of gun suicides. Despite the increase in such fatalities, the rate of gun deaths, a statistic that accounts for the nation's growing population, remains below the levels of earlier years. So, so um, what share of all murders and suicides in the U.S.? No, that's not the one I want. I just want to know what percentage of suicides. No, I'm sorry, what percentage of gun deaths are by suicide? It's really a large number. And, and uh, the point being, let's say it's 54% because I've, I've seen this stat recently. Why doesn't that say to us? that there is, a, there is a need for ways to, for people to commit suicide. There is a strong demand in the marketplace for suicide. And it, isn't it, <laughs> wouldn't you argue that we should move towards having a healthy society, that we should fix our cultural problems that cause young people, for example, to be suicidal, which we just ignore and argue about guns. And I don't want to 
you know, this isn't about guns for me. I bring up the gun suicides just to demonstrate they like to argue that guns are dangerous and and and, um, and need to be controlled. But no, it's it's people needing a way to commit suicide turn to guns. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's talk to Marianne in Hartford. Hi, Marianne. Hi. Um, you know, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness comes from God, not the government. I'm against any kind of assisted suicide. God gives you life. He will take it away. And that's it. So you don't believe there's any individual rights to make a decision for yourself about the important no, I, things. That's up to God. I, Oh, yes, we make our decisions about important things. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to life, we, we don't have the right to kill ourselves, kill the unborn, kill uh, elderly people that we think are useless. Well, I, I don't think there should be a right to murder. I'm with you on that. Because well, everybody has abortion to murder. I think that uh, taking yes, one's but that's own a, life, that's an interpretation of the, the principle. I, I want to establish well, that's the way I'm interpreting it. Yeah. So but but the question is, the principle for me is government has no right to tell me what to do. Well, I don't want other people uh, participating in killing me either. I just think it's wrong. This is the purview of God, not not. Well, but what if the law said there there are no laws about suicide? What if we just took away all laws? What would be the problem with that? Well, uh, I still say God gave you life. He will take it away. Let no man participate in, in, in killing oneself or anyone else. So you want there to be laws to prohibit people from taking their own life? If, that would, if that's what it takes, then yes. If that's mm-hmm. what it takes for people not to uh, want to meddle in um, taking life. Okay, good. Thank you for putting that on the table for us, Marianne. I wanted to get somebody with your perspective, and I appreciate it. 860 They're considering, in Hartford, a bill that would allow people to be uh, to commit suicide in certain medical situations. I wanted to get your feeling on this, because I don't think the government should be involved at all. The government is the most dangerous force around, so they shouldn't be telling us what to do with our bodies. We have a right to the pursuit of happiness and to control of our own bodies. Not the government. Agree or disagree? 860-522-9842. Stay tuned. More coming on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show. Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. Suicide. They're pushing to legalize it. Conservatives tend to oppose this. Legalized suicide, and uh, I guess it, I guess it has to do with the reasoning that Marianne used in the in the call before. That if you're religious, you think uh, that that government should be empowered to protect people from themselves, and um, yeah, I just I just can't agree with that. I'm for individual rights, and that means that means we control our own bodies. That's fundamental to the idea of there being liberty. Liberty is based on us controlling our own bodies. 860-522-9842. Rant line number 860-751-4698. Rant's coming in about an hour and 20 minutes. 
David Windsor, welcome to WTIC. Hi, good afternoon, Todd. Um, Thank you for the call, Dave. Yeah, um, I um, first first of all, suicide is, isn't illegal. I mean, you can kill yourself; it's not a crime. But legalized, yeah, legalizing assisted suicide. Assisted, I think that's the word, right? Where you're going to get medical assistance to to kill yourself. Yes, but part of the re- part of the, it's a good point you're making. But part of the reason is is because there 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 is a need for people to be able to kill themselves and they're oh, looking yeah. it, go ahead no 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 i was gonna say i agree i i, I think that uh, god gave us free will i, I agree with you so um, i think that if uh if somebody is that miserable you know they're making up their own mind whether they want to continue with on with life or not i don't believe there's people in the shadows waiting to stick a needle in you to kill you you know that's not going to happen well, but, I don't. I can't should, say it, it wouldn't happen, but that should be, you know, that should be prosecuted as murder if somebody's standing in the shadows looking to oh, hit you with the needle. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're, what we're talking about here is Dr. Kevorkian, right? Where he was helping people, uh, helping people uh, die. Because, well, you know, whether they got Lou Gehrig's disease or whatever the case may be. Yes, but you know, the you, uh, the assisted suicide laws I've seen have to do with not as aggressive an intervention as Dr. Because Kev- Kevorkian would help people die. And what what um, the laws I've seen that I think are happening in the U.S. are based on is the idea that you can give somebody a drug, they apply for it, they fill out forms, you make sure that they're... Um, not being forced into it by somebody else, that they, this is what they really want. They get to do it, ba- you know, they're given the substance, the pill to take, and they get to take it when they want to inside of some period of time. And that just seems like a, a nice way to make it work. I don't see any reason why that should be illegal, do you? No, I don't. I, again, uh, that, that should be, I, I agree, it, it's your right to, uh, to make your own decision. Um, I don't see any problem with that at all, and um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there should be. Uh, but I, 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 I also, in what you're saying too, though, is you you agree with a, a, a woman's right then too, also, right? Yes, her right. To, yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I, I never we never discussed that, or I never heard you talking about that. But um, I, I would take that with you being a libertarian that that would be the case. Yeah, and and uh, as time goes on, the more I witness Connecticut state government and what the federal government is doing to us right now, both both are just trying to destroy the entities which they manage in order to uh, make it possible for politicians to win re-election. And that means expanding government all the time. And we just need to, to break out of this mold and be able to restore our system of government first and then be able to go further to a point where they're not intervening in our lives inappropriately all the time. Mm. Yeah, but in any case, uh, I do agree with you here. It should be should be a person's right. So, thank you, and uh, have a good afternoon, Dave. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. That's what Dave says. What do you say? Why not just get government out of the business of making decisions for us about our lives? If I want to go to the store and get a suicide pill, shouldn't I be able to do that? Why not? I don't know. Let's, uh, with that uplifting thought, let's go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 